In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the Coptic month, Tut. And Tut is the first month of the Coptic year. And in this month, the Church speaks to us about love of God the Father. The love of God the Father. And through the readings of Sundays, first Sunday, the Church spoke to us about the counsel of God toward us. God's desire toward each one of us is to repent and to be saved and to be united with Him. Because of His love, as yesterday in the Bible study, we mentioned all of us we deserve the sentence of death. So if God actually condemned all the humanity to eternal condemnation, nobody would blame him. This was just and this was fair and this was righteous. But God out of his love, out of his mercy, he redeemed us. This is the counsel of God. Not only to redeem us and to save us, but He want to be united with us, to be one with us. That's why He called us His bride and His Himself is the bridegroom. So in the first Sunday, we heard about the counsel of God and how people accepted the counsel of God toward them, being baptized by the baptism of John the Baptist, and others rejected the counsel of God toward themselves. Then actually, in the second Sunday, the church spoke to us about the revelation of God. God reveals himself to those who love him, to those who accepted his love, and they lived their life loving one another and loving God. And he reveals himself to these people. That's why the Lord Jesus prayed and said, I thank you, God, for you have hidden these things from the prudent and the wise in their own eyes and revealed them to the babes and to the infants. Babes and infants are those who are humble and loving. In the third Sunday today, the Church speaks to us about the acceptance of God. When God loves somebody, He will accept him. The acceptance of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And the tax collector were hated by most of the people because they impose high taxes on the people and they used to collect these taxes with harshness. There was no mercy or compassion in their hearts. That's why people hated tax collectors. But Zacchaeus, when he heard about the Lord Jesus Christ, he wanted to see the Lord Jesus Christ. As we heard in the Bible, he wanted to see who the Lord was. Actually, Zacchaeus 
had many excuses. Number one, he was short, the short stature. So while Jesus walking with the multitude, it would be very, very difficult to a short person to see the Lord from afar. Another excuse or another challenge that his prestige in the community, in the society. If he climbed on a tree, he will look like a child or a youth who's just climbing tree. He may lose his dignity and his honor in the society. Also, climbing a, a tree is not something easy, especially for a man in his age. And to wait there until Jesus passes by. And in the middle of the crowd, he might see the Lord for a fraction of a minute, and that's it. Why the bother? Why he decided to do all of this? If you think about it, why Zacchaeus decided to climb the tree because he was of short stature, not paying attention to his place and prestige in the society, not paying attention to the difficulty of climbing a tree, not paying attention to the crowds that surrounded our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Why he did this? For one reason, because he wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. Many of us, we don't have the zeal of the case. There is a church, but we don't attend. And if we attend, we come late. In our homes, we don't read the scripture. We don't pray. We don't fast. We spend the time watching the news, TV, social media, but we don't have time to Christ. Why? Because we don't have the same desire. We don't feel the need as Zacchaeus felt the need to see the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm sure Zacchaeus, his conscience was rebuking him for the harshness that he was collecting the money from the people for the unfairness, for the injustice. And he heard about Jesus and he wanted to see him. If we have the same desire, if we have the same zeal, definitely we will overcome all the challenges in order to have a relationship with God, in order to live a godly life. But we don't overcome the challenges because we don't have this zeal and this desire to have a relationship with the Lord. So the first question to all of us, do you feel that you need the Lord in your life? Is the church and prayer and fasting and the scripture and Bible study just activity in your life? or it is a relationship with God. Many of us, we look at these things like coming to the church, 
reading the Bible, attending Bible study, just an activity. Like any other activity I do in my life. And if a more important activity, according to my estimation, is there, I will cancel the church. I will cancel my prayer. I will cancel my Bible study. Because I don't feel the need. When, because our body feels the need to eat and drink, no matter how busy we are, no matter where we are, we make sure to eat. Because we need, if we don't eat, we will die. When we go to trip, we make sure that we take with us food and drinks in order to survive. We cannot go anywhere without having our supplies with us. Do you feel the same regarding the spiritual needs or not? The starting point in the conversion and the repentance of Zacchaeus, he felt the need. All what he was looking for is just to see the Lord. And he sought to see who Jesus was. That's all what he was looking for. But let us see what the Lord provided him. Because God actually provides more than what we ask or we understand. Zacchaeus wanted to see the Lord. But the Lord, number one, gave him salvation. He said, today salvation is granted to this house. That's number one. He gave him peace, him and his household. He gave him joy and happiness. He gave him repentance. He gave him forgiveness of sins. He gave him freedom from the bondage of sin. He gave him unity and oneness with him to share with God in the glory, in the kingdom. He gave him to be his guest and dwell in his house. So God usually gives us more than we ask or we understand. If we just have the desire to see him, God will not only let us see him and feel his presence, but he will give us more than what we ask or understand. And the Lord told him, I must stay at your house. So Zacchaeus came down from the tree and received him joyfully. He was full of joy. And we can see how the life of Zacchaeus changed 180 degrees. He said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I'll restore fourfold. As John the Baptist said to the people, bear fruit pertaining to repentance. You cannot just say, I repent without any fruit. If you repent, where is the fruit of repentance? We can see here Zacchaeus. When he repented, there was a fruit. He was greedy, lover of money, 
And the fruit was exactly the opposite. Instead of the greed, he actually gave half of his goods to the poor. 50%, not 10%, 50%. And if he actually took anything from anybody by false accusation, he will not restore it only, but he will restore it with interest for 100%, fourfold. He will restore it fourfold. Then we can see how the, the Holy Spirit set him free from the love of money and give him the true freedom. As the Lord Jesus Christ said, if the Son sets you free, you will be indeed free. Many times we struggle with many sins in our life, but we don't overcome them because we didn't come to the Lord Jesus Christ. We try to overcome these weaknesses by our power, by our will, and then we fail and we try again. We fail. But if we come to the Lord like Zacchaeus, he will give me the power, he will give me the strength in order to overcome all these accusations. Then the Lord said, today salvation has come to this house. For he is also a son of Abraham. People accused the Lord Jesus Christ, they murmured, saying he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Sometimes when we do something good, people will murmur against us and will complain against us. And sometimes we yield to, to their pressure. But the Lord did not yield to their pressure. They murmured and complained and grumbled, but the Lord did not change his plan. The Lord continued with his plan to be a guest at Zacchaeus' house. So when you do something good and you believe in what you are doing, it's according to the will of God, according to the scripture, even the people grumbled against you or complained against you or murmured against you don't yield to their pressure don't be a pleaser of men but please god so you need actually number one to be sure that what you are doing according to the will of god if what you are doing is according to the will of god and the teaching of the scripture don't worry about the grumbling and the accusation of the people who always, always try to look negative. Why I'm saying try to look negative? We have the same person, Zacchaeus, and I want to see how the Lord perceived him and how the people perceived him. The people said about Zacchaeus, he is a sinner. They said how Jesus accepted to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. But the Lord perceived Zacchaeus as a repentant person. That's why he said, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. If he is a sinner, then he needs a physician. If he is a sinner, then he needs a savior. When we find a person 
who is a sinner. All of us who are sinners. But if we think about a person and we condemn a person, before condemning him, say he needs a savior. Pray for him. And instead of carrying a stone to throw it at this person, try to find a physician. Pray to the Lord that he may save this person. Because as the Lord said, he is the son of Abraham. And who are the children of Abraham by faith, as St. Paul explained in his letter to Romans. Who are the children of Abraham? So, if you see a brother or a sister in Christ committing sin, don't judge this person. Don't gossip about this person. Don't backbite this person. Because he or she is children of Abraham. Try to find a, a salvation. Try to find a hospital. Pray for this person instead of judging. Don't throw stones, but help this person to repent and to come back to Christ as the Lord did with the keys. So here we can see how the people perceived the case in a negative way, but the Lord actually perceived him in a positive way. Next week, we will hear about the sinful woman. And the same story happened. Simon the Pharisee, he looked at her as a sinner. And she is not worthy to be around the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Lord looked at the same person that she is a repentant. She loved much. And because of her great love to God, that's why her sins was forgiven. In the same way, do you have the negative perception of people or the positive perception? You can see at the same person. And you can tell me, but what I'm saying about this person is true. Actually, what the people said about the case was true. Yes, he was a sinner. But it is not the whole truth. It was true, but the case repentant. That's why when we look at a person, think positively. Don't judge the people. As the Lord said, who is among you without sin, let him stone her with the first stone. You can judge people only if you are sinless. But if you are sinner like all of us, don't judge. Don't judge. Pray for the people who are struggling. Find a physician for them, a spiritual physician. Pray for them. Try to help them spiritually instead of judging them. As the Lord said, the whole do not need a physician. But the sick, I did not come to call righteous to repentance, but sinners. The problem that we believe that we are righteous. When we believe that we are righteous, then we don't need Jesus because we are righteous. We don't need him. And this is the comparison that the Lord made between Simon the Pharisee and the sinful woman. He said about Simon, you feel that you are righteous. You are only, your debt only is 50 denarii. 
But this woman believes she's a sinner. That's why she knows her debt is 500. So what the Lord forgive you is just 50 denarii. But what the Lord forgave her is 500. That's why she loved much. And because she loved much, all her sins are. When we do a blessing for a new house, actually we read the gospel of Zacchaeus. And we ask and we say to the Lord, as you enter the house of Zacchaeus and bless this house, bless this new house which your children has chosen for their dwelling. So let us receive the Lord, not only in our physical houses, but also in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirit. Let us ask him to have his dwelling within us and within our houses, so our houses would be houses of prayers, houses of purity, houses of blessings. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.